but the drive needs to happen where you go, okay, I want this so bad that I'm actually going to start doing the things that the professionals are doing. I'm going to take the person who I idolize, who's already doing with success, the thing that I want, and I'm going to start doing all those things. This is where the drive comes in. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's not enjoyable. It's a hard change. Sometimes you have to do things that are ugly. Sometimes you have to do things that are discomforting. Sometimes you have to wake up early. You have to go to bed earlier. Maybe you have to quit drinking alcohol, or quit smoking weed or whatever it is that's your crutch. And do the uncomfortable things to better yourself. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jake. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. It's We're here on a Tuesday, Valentine's Day, um, something that kind of crept up on me pretty quickly, you know, with the life of the newborn, things and dates, especially like this, start to creep away from me. But I was fortunate enough to be able to get my lovely wife some chocolates and some roses and stay in the good books, especially I think this year is a particularly important one to show that we're still there for each other because... I'm sure all your parents will know that when you first have your, especially your first child, I'm assuming um, life can get pretty chaotic and um, priorities shift. And obviously the little guy is our, our entire world, but all of our focus is on him, on him. So I think it's important on days like this to remind each other that we're still there for each other and that we have each other and um, that life, you know, is still, they're still very important to us, our partners. So my gratitude today goes to my lovely wife. It is Valentine's Day. She is incredible. Um, it's funny. We're both trying to run businesses and and work from home and do all this stuff, which can be quite testing on on relationships. But we had a conversation just the other day and it was kind of, I felt bad because I felt like she was doing so much of it and she felt bad because I was doing so much of it, which is a really nice um, situation to be in where you're sort of feeling like the other person's doing more than you are um, to the level where you want to try and make men's and they're feeling the same way. So we're figuring it out. We're making it work. I'm very grateful that we both have the opportunity to have our at-home businesses. She's still on um, what parental or maternity leave, whatever you want to call it. In Germany, it's something different. Um, so she's not quite fully back at work, but it's still one of those things where when you've got a business, you've always got it on your mind and planning and X, Y, Z. So I'm very grateful for our situation. I'm very grateful for the fact that we can both be here. My number one goal for me for the last, I'd say, six, seven years since I started traveling was so that I could get myself into a situation that when I had a family, I would be able to be home with them and I'd be able to be there, watch them grow up and not have to miss a lot of the time while being at work, etc. Now it does come with its compromises. 
but I'm very, very grateful to be able to be here, watch him grow as fast as it is. It's bloody terrifying, um, growing so quickly. But yes, my gratitude today goes to my lovely wife. So I'm just going to read through some of the chat here. Grateful for my Valentine's, for my daughter. Jake, just when you find your feet as a parent, your kids change. Yeah, we were discussing that just before the call started. And I'm just trying to find my feet as a parent. And then it continues on saying it never ends. So I'm looking forward to a very long and dynamic road ahead, I guess. Remember, chocolate and roses are appreciated any day of the year. <laughs> very good point. Chocolate and roses are always very much appreciated. <laughs> it is a good note to have. We don't need a special date to um, to bring out kind gestures. Okay, today I want to talk about a couple of key words that I hear get thrown around quite a bit. Now, this is usually in relation to when people have a goal or they want change or, and ironically, most people, some people who want change that don't actually want the change, but I'll get into that in a second. But so many times you hear someone um, talk about a dream, talk about a goal, talk about the new life, talk about their plans. And they're always like, I'm so ambitious. I'm so ambitious. And I think it's really good. You got to have ambition. And this is the first keyword that I want to talk about. And Ambition often refers to the desire to achieve what, you know, what an individual would want. It's the desire to have that new life. It's the desire to have change. It's the desire to grow, the desire to see something different. So I want you to chuck in, chuck a one in the chat if you think you're ambitious. And then maybe chuck a two in the chat if you think you're driven, because this is the second word that I want to talk about. And there is a difference between the two. And if you don't think you're either, chuck a three. It's completely fine. Driven, cool. Got a two coming in. All right. So the main differences here is lots of people have ambition, I believe. I believe there's lots of people out there who, when you speak to them, they tell you what they want. I feel like I am both intermittently. Okay. Good honesty there. So lots of people will tell you about their plan. They'll tell you about their goal. They'll tell you about how they want to do this and change the world and X, Y, Z. And they'll tell you how they got this brilliant idea and they're ambitious. They really want to make it happen. You know, sometimes people will tell you and they just talk shit and that there's people out there like that. But sometimes there's people out there who will tell you their plans, their goals, their desires, their dreams, really with the intent of doing them. Like in their head, they will do what they're going to say that they're going to do. And they are ambitious. They're like, yes, I can do this. I just need to da 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 And then I will. That's usually a very common phrase that you hear from these ambitious people. And I think ambition is great to have. And I think it's key because that creates new ideas. It creates creativity. It creates, you know, that drive and desire, like I was talking about it, it but doesn't, it isn't the drive, but it creates the drive. Now, what the drive is, is I believe that's the actual doing. So, the drive is the willingness to actually do the things you say you're going to do, the the willingness to get up and take action on those goals. It's act, the, taking the action steps towards your goal. Now, we've spoken about this in the past, the DREAM acronym um, that I use. And the A stands for action plan, and then M stands for make it happen. So, one thing that I see a lot of people do, especially ambitious people, is talk about it and plan it and 
have the foresight, which is kind of the baby steps to, to success, but then they just fall short. They just stop it when it comes to taking action or life gets in the way or they haven't got the one thing before they get the next thing. So they haven't received, like, if I get this, then I will do this. And they never actually get the the first one. So therefore, they never actually do the second one. And I think ambition often gets confused with desire. So like you'll say, yeah, I'm very ambitious and I'm a go-getter. And I'm going to do all these things. and But you end up just sort of talking the talk. And it's okay to be like that, to start with that. But I think if we really want success, we have to um, we have to start taking action. We have to start putting our feet in the dirt. We have to start actually getting in. And what do most people say? You know, failing. What what does Tom Bilyeu say? He says failing is the most rich source of knowledge something along those lines. So basically failing is how you learn the fastest. Failing is how you make those steps forward. And so I really think the difference between a successful person and someone who wants to be successful is that drive. So taking the ambition, writing the plan of action down and actually doing those things. Now, the definition for drive um, in Google is to propel or carry along by force in a specific direction. A specified direction, shall I say. So excluding all the other terms that we use it for. But in this context, it's propel or carry along by force in a specified direction. Okay. So what this means is we're going to have to force ourselves to do those things. We're going to have to force ourselves out of our comfort zone. We're going to have to force ourselves from the words in our head and the words that come out of our mouth to actually doing. Now, if we're going to relate this to trading, you know, so many people, pretty much every trader that comes in goes, I want to be a millionaire trader. I want to have a seven-figure account. I want to do X, Y, Z. I want to quit my job because I want to make this full time. They have the ambition. They have, you know, the desire to do these things. But are they willing to do the actual steps in between to make it happen? Are they tracking their trades? Are they tracking their emotions? Are they writing things down, journaling, you know? How, are you objectively reviewing your trades afterwards or are you just going through the motion? Because you can have legitimate excuses and do the bare minimum but still not make it to success. You can do the things every day. So in this next little 10-step book that I'm writing, steps one, two, three, four, five can all be done without having success, right? You can do the bare minimum. You can be consistent and you can trade each day and you can sit there and press the buttons and you can come on for the bare minimum one hour. But if you really want to get ahead, if you've got this ambition to become the top level, to become the very few that are successful, to become, you know, the different person that you want to be. Like often when you have ambition, you are saying, I am this person here and I want to become this person here. Last week, we we're talking about identity. I am at this point of my life. And this is where I am. And I really, really, really want to be at this point here. This is what the ambition is. It's taking the acknowledgement of where you currently are in life and forecasting a different and usually desirable new life. But the drive needs to happen where you go, okay, I want this so bad 
that I'm actually going to start doing the things that the professionals are doing. I'm going to take the person who I idolize, who's already doing with success, the thing that I want, and I'm going to start doing all those things. This is where the drive comes in. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's not enjoyable. It's a hard change. Sometimes you have to do things that are ugly. Sometimes you have to do things that are discomforting. Sometimes you have to wake up early. You have to go to bed earlier. Maybe you have to quit drinking alcohol or quit smoking weed or whatever it is that's your crutch and do the uncomfortable things to better yourself. This is what drive is. This is the ability to propel yourself forward by force in a specified direction. So I know where I want to go. This is what the ambition does. I can see my goal. I can see my desire. I can see that dream position that I want to be in. Have that ambition. Great. But then have the drive to actually force yourself to do the uncomfortable things. Now, how do we get to that point where we force ourselves to do the uncomfortable things? How do we get to that point where we're able to get up at 5 a.m. instead of 6 a.m.? How do we get to the point where we're able to not have that drink on the weekend or, I don't know, go out for that job? Whatever it is that you need to do, we need to get to that point where we can actually force ourselves to do it. And the way we do that is when we have enough emotion built up inside of us that the current situation about our current situation not being good enough that we actually want change. Okay. So there's a whole limbic system in the brain, which is desired, which is dedicated to emotions, how we respond to emotions, chemical changes that happen due to emotions that help us survive, that help us go through these stages of change. Now, what we need to do is take the ambition that we've got and attach emotion to it to a level where we're like, I am so wanting a change. I want out of this situation and I want to get to this situation. Now, we're often doing one of two things in life. We are either running from something or running to something. And this is this sort of coincides with the pleasure, pain. You know, we'll either change will happen when it's either painful enough that we want something different or the pleasure is high enough that we want to chase when the pleasure reaches a stage that we want to get to or something along those lines. So pain and pleasure drive us as much as running away from something or running to something. And our verbiage can change um, very drastically in how we see our situation. And this verbiage can help us propel ourselves forward to something or, you know, um, let us know that we're running away from something. So we can look at trading and are we doing trading in a state of desperation? Or, God, I've just gone blank on the other word that I had for this. Uh, no, it's completely left my brain. But basically, are we doing trading out of a state of desperation? Like, we need this to happen. We really, really have to make this work because everything else is shit and I need to make this work. Or are we doing this through a desire to have a change? So it's like, oh, my life is pretty good, but I'm going to use this to excel it to the next level. Can you see where the two differences are there? And I'm annoyed that I've forgotten my word. But desperation is, ah, I'm in such a horrible state that I just need something to pull me out of this, this rut, which is where a lot of us come from. Like I was, I've been in that situation and I have traded out of that situation. Or are we going, ah, okay, this is my life and I'm grateful and happy where I am, but this is the life that I want and I'm reaching up to something. So in the first one, we're running away from it. We're running away from our life. We're running away from the pain, the desperation. We're trying to reach for something to get us out of where we are. 
And the second one, we're running towards something. We're running towards something more optimum. We're running towards a desired life. We're running towards financial freedom or whatever it is that's going to make ourselves better. So scenario one, desperation, pain, running away from. It's usually got a lot of negative connotations to it. And when you put out your vibration in a negative state, in a desperate state, then usually that's the, the vibrations that you receive back. Where if we find gratitude and we switch this, so we switch our emotions and we find gratitude for the situation we're in, we go, look, this is exactly where I am. I love it. My desire is here because I want more for myself and I'll be happy with that. And we put a positive vibration into it and we actually chase pleasure. So we're bringing a better life towards us rather than trying to run away from a, um, a negative life. Does this make sense? Okay. I know it's a little bit convoluted with all the different meanings here, but I really want you to understand that where you are now and where you want to go is going to take both ambition and drive. You got to have to understand that this is what I want. Yes, please. I want change. It's great. Have it, have the ambition, have the want, have the desire, but then you're going to have to attach enough emotion and idealistically do it in a positive sense where you're pulling yourself towards something, towards pleasure rather than away from pain. And you're going to do the things that are uncomfortable and are forcing you into that specific direction. Okay? So when you're writing things down, when you're actually doing, doing or listening to podcasts or you're listening to people who you admire or you want to grow to be, or you have these goals that you really want to set out to achieve. Yes. Write them down, have them there, visualize them, do all these things. But unless you actually start to make a baby step plan where you can do actionable steps and you make it to a point where, yes, okay, this is uncomfortable, but I'm doing it now because I know that my future will be better because of it. What is this? Delayed gratification compared to um, instantaneous gratification that most of us adhere to at the moment. We, we're in a comfortable life and we are doing the things day to day that do not really serve us in the long term because we're comfortable and we're happy with instant gratification. We We'll go out on the weekend and just hang out with our friends, which is great. I think the social, having a social life is great, but only do it to a level where you have extra. Don't go out and do that every Friday, every Saturday, every Sunday, and waste all the time that you can start to build up a dream life by spending it at the pub. Okay, now I'm from Australia, so it's a very common thing for us to go hang out at the pub most of the weekend. So this is where I'm coming from, but everyone's scenario is different. Everyone's world's different. You might have a desire to leave, I don't know, a family situation, whatever it is that you want. You have to start putting down actionable steps that you can start to tick away. And that way you can force yourself to do the little bits. And once you do the little things, they will become more routine and habitual. And this will start to propel and the momentum will create. It's the momentum will build and you'll create this sort of cycle where, okay, now I'm doing these things and it's actually easy. That's just part of my lifestyle. That's now who I identify as. I'm, you know, I, I now jog every day. It's just simple as that. What's next? What can we build on top of this? And over time, you can completely rewire your brain. 
the one thing that human beings have is adaptability. Now, I was listening to this topic just this morning, actually, on a podcast, and most animals, they have their, their, their natural instincts built into them. For example, when a horse is born within, I don't know, a few hours, it's already walking, it's following its mother, it knows what to do. Humans, within the first few hours, can't do anything but make sound, right? They can't hold their head up for months, let alone how long it takes them to learn to walk, talk, all of these things. Because what we are, we're very, very, very adaptable. We can change. We can change at any moment. That is why we are the apex, because we are adaptable. We are not limited by our nature, in a sense. Lots of other animals, straight off the bat, they are ready to go. But human beings, we're very, very adaptable. We can change immensely and we compound our knowledge think how far we've come in the last 250,000 years whatever it is and the last even 100 years it's kind of getting exponential because human beings can grow and level and learn and adapt just how the whole human race can change and adapt so can each individual and so you can be a completely different person from the person you are today in just one two three years of dedicated driven intentional work it does not take much. What's that famous saying? But I think Tony Robbins first said it when you'll always overestimate what you can do in a week, but underestimate what you can do in a year, overestimate what you can do in a month and underestimate what you can do in 10 years. It's true because it takes just the little baby steps, that drive, that force, that uncomfortable bit of momentum. And you can start rewiring your brain to become a completely different pe person. You have seen, I'm sure, transformations. You, there are those unicorns out there who, one minute they're this and then two years later they're a completely different you know model with billions of dollars or whatever it is, whatever their transformation is i mean look at teresa for example in two years she went from truck driving to six seven whatever figure trader it just takes the baby steps and that drive the emotion needs to be strong enough to take us from that ambition to that drive to start doing the things that we need to do consistently on a regular basis. So I think my main message for you today is look at where you are, look at your ambition, but then look at your look at your drive. What are you doing? What are you actually doing the things that are being suggested? Are you actually doing all the things that the professionals are suggesting you do? Have you got your journals? Are you trading? Are you objectively reviewing? Are you spending time after your trades? All this sort of thing. Only then once you're doing all of those things and you've brought it into your habitual routine, only then if you're not succeeding, then go asking more. Go search, go find the results because anyone can do this. The issue is most people don't have the drive to go all the way. Most people like the idea, have the ambition and just when it gets too tough. When the heartbreak comes in, when the first blown account comes in, or where where you hit the wall because you're like, I've been doing this for so long, but I haven't got it yet. Well, are you doing all the things? If you're not doing all the things, then there's more that you can be doing. So go and do that before you start hitting your head on the wall again. I know because it's me. I'm like, oh, why haven't I gotten this? I'm like, well, maybe I should actually start tracking my trades, or maybe I should start understanding my emotions. It's doable for anyone. The difference is, do you have the drive and the ambition to make it through all the steps to success and do all of the things? Or are you going to shortcut it? Are you going to just skip out? Are you going to do one or two of the things? Are you going to go halfway? 
Are you going to go hard for six months and then go, eh, nah, too hard. Go back to my comfortable zone. That's the difference. The only difference is your drive to keep going when it gets tough. And anyone can make it. Anyone can become successful at almost anything if they just have the right amount of time and dedication and drive to get it done. Okay? Bring it on. I'm so ready to upgrade. Yes, I love that. I'm ready for you to upgrade too. I'm ready for all of us to upgrade to this next level. And I want to be the shining light that can show you that it's possible if you just do the things that are suggested to do. Okay? And say, I lost it yesterday. That got up in the middle of my trading. So frustrating. Yeah, it, it can be it can be hard. I've I've had days where I lost when I lose it too. And do not take this the wrong way. I went through a massive phase of blaming everyone else when if the baby cried, ah, oh, that's why I, I screwed up. If the doorbell rang, ah, oh, stupid postman, this is why I'm not trading well. If um, I don't know, my phone rang, oh, it's your fault that I'm not trading, trading well. Right? We have to become adaptable and take responsibility for every single action and please don't take this the wrong way but i'm only saying this because i was in that situation where it'd be like oh the reason i traded poorly is because of this and because what happens is something will trigger off your emotions your emotions will fire off and then because of the level of emotional intelligence maybe you're at you let it cascade and then it's always this is frustrating because of this and then you lose a trade and then it's someone else's fault and so that makes you lose the next trade and the next trade and i've done this so many times myself there's people messaging in the chat that, you know, oh, I traded poorly because I had to do this and this and this, and I was so rushed into getting into trading. All these things are legitimate excuses. They are legitimate excuses. But the problem is they do not serve you, these excuses, because at the end of the day, I had to leave in a trade which created so much anxiety. Yeah. So these kind of things, they do create anxiety. They create all this kind of angst. But once we get further up the level of understanding of ourselves and how we respond and emotions, then we go, okay. There's things going on. I'll just, not today. I'll go tomorrow. Oh, I'm all frustrated. I can feel it. You know, I want to get on there and make points, but this thing that I can't let go of, whatever it is, isn't going to serve me in my trading. I'm going to skip it today. There is no problem with skipping trading. You know, there's days where you go on the charts, you look at it and there's no good trades. You just walk away. That is a big step forward. Exactly. I should have walked away. So you know full well deep down what you should have done, which would have been best to serve you in the situation. And I'm not giving you any shit for it because I've been in this place hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times and I still find myself doing it. But the faster we can take responsibility and go, ah, not, sorry, what was it? Dale? I apologize. I'm, yeah, not Dale got up. God, this is so frustrating. But Dale got up and I'm allowing that to frustrate me. See the difference? It's not Dale's fault for getting up, but it's your fault for letting that frustrate you to a certain level where it affects your trading. And I'm only saying this because I have been there multiple times myself. Something happens and, oh, it's your fault that I'm allowing myself to get to me. I'm allowing my emotions to overpower me now because I have an external excuse. This is like 101 of human psychology, right? It's it's protect yourself by blaming externally. It's what all human nature does it's it's very much built into us where we go ah this sucks but it's not my fault because of xyz but the stronger you get emotional intelligence the stronger you get with yourself the more disciplined you get in trying to grow internally the more you go yeah that happened and that sucks because it really affects my environment 
However, I have learned to be stronger than that. I'm not going to let it affect me. Or if it does affect me to the point, I know my own ability and I need to dismiss of this. So I close the trade straight away. Even if it's a small loss, be like, ah, this is going to affect me. Exit. It's extremely hard to do. I probably couldn't do that. So what I've done is I've learned to try and disengage from any external environment triggers that are going to affect me. And it takes time. It does. I'm sorry to go off on that example, but it just, it was something that I feel that was a big learning curve for me. And just even your verbiage there, I wanted to address it because the sooner you can see this in yourself and the sooner you can change it. And I want to say it's taking responsibility for your own emotions in the external environment, the stronger and faster you'll, you'll grow as a trader. So I, I just really wanted to address that exact example because I know for me, that was a big, big learning curve. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. Anyway, much love. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you to everyone listening on the podcast. Um, I've had a little bit of technical difficulties, so my podcasts are a little bit delayed in their posting, but they will be up by the end of this week. Such so a perfect Thursday um, for you to all hear on repeat to take lessons from. To our traders, let's jump on over. Let's grab some points. Make sure you go through reading all of your wires and your trading rules, etc. And to those listening on the podcast, I will see you on Thursday. But for now, much love. Bye for all.